Camera's rolling. Sound speed? Call Slate. This is the Sights and Sounds podcast, a show all about learning and growing in your filmmaking journey. Hosted by Courtney Holly and Jonathan Everett. Season one, market. Action. Welcome, film friends, creatives, and curious people to the Sights and Sounds podcast, a show built by filmmakers for filmmakers. I'm Jonathan Everett. And I'm Courtney Holly. We'll take you behind the screens as we share our industry experience, explore the art and business of filmmaking, and help other creatives learn, grow, and thrive. And along the way, we want to invite you to join us on our journey to making our first full independent feature film. Sound fun? Then let's talk about making movies. Hey guys, welcome to the Sights and Sounds podcast. This is our very first episode. Wow, super cool. So excited. I am <laughs> I am Courtney Holly. <laughs> we are professionals. And I am Jonathan Everett. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> so, um, how does one start a podcast? <laughs> how do? <laughs> um, I kind of feel like we need like an icebreaker or something to start off each episode kind of to warm it up. Yeah. So... Oh, there was like this thing one of my professors did at the beginning of class back in college. He'd come into class and start off with something like, okay, does anybody have any thoughts, feelings, or impressions? And we'd each just bring something to discuss that was relevant in our field. So yeah. I feel like that might be a good way to start off. Yeah? Do you have any thoughts, feelings, or impressions? I, I know obviously I've got some thoughts, but... <laughs> um, You know, actually, I think I do. So they have made... My absolute favorite play into a movie. Right. And I don't know if maybe you've seen it yet. Like, it is already out. The The film itself is called Cyrano, but mm. it's based mm. off of the play Cyrano de Bergerac, which, okay, I... I have goosebumps talking about this because, like, I love this play so much. I have, like, seven copies of this play. Yeah. One in French, actually. Oh, wow. But, oh, yeah. It's it's a beautiful, beautiful play. And it's it's very romanticized, and I love it. But Cyrano, for, for those of you who don't know, in the actual play, has a very large nose. And this is empathize. his... <laughs> this is his, like insecurity and he's in love with his best friend Roxanne and he's this beautiful poet and he's this epic swordsman but like because of his appearance and his his insecurity about his appearance he has this mindset of she could never love me which is just like heartbreaking to begin with meanwhile Roxanne is desperate to be swept off her feet by poetry and songs and just the play was originally written in the 1800s, so like take the whole <laughs> this is what romance truly is attitude with a grain of salt. But Cyrano ends up helping another man woo her by writing love letters for him to give to her and poetry for her. Right, right. Have you have you seen No, this is this is Steve Martin did an adaptation of yes. this. Yes. And that's where Roxanne is. I never really realized that, yes. that was from the play, an adaptation of the play. Yep, Cyrano. Until this very moment. So I Without giving away too much of like what happens in in the actual story, because I don't want to give anything away for those of you who who might hear this and like want to go see the movie or or read the play. I am over the moon about the fact that they took and adapted this rather than giving Cyrano the large the the iconic large nose. They chose Peter Dinklage mm. with his dwarfism, yeah, and that's. 
the reason why Roxanne could never love him in his eyes. Right. I am yeah. I am just like so excited about this and I love that they are bringing something that is, you know, more a more honest approach to the role. I mean, Peter actually said in an interview um recently that he never actually gave the role much thought in the past because it was always an attractive actor in a fake nose, which honestly is a huge problem in our industry right now more than ever. Um we aren't seeing real people being represented, whether it's a, a disability, race, or, you know, just seeing representation of the underrepresented. And it's real and raw and more accessible and bring, oh, I just, I think well, it's, that's it's, so It's cool. more accessible and and it's more, I don't want to say believable, like it's not believable that you would be insecure about your big nose, but that, that gives it more grounding in reality. Plus, Peter Dinklage is just an outstanding It's actor. Peter Dinklage. Yeah. So like... <laughs> I'm just so excited about this and I love I love that they're actually making this their own. Um so many things these days are getting made into, you know, if it's if it's a Broadway musical, mm. it's becoming a movie. And it's there's no difference. Which don't get me wrong, those types of remakes have their place, but they're not taking it and making it into its own separate yeah. entity. They're just taking and putting something that's been on stage or putting something in a book and putting it right into film and it's like let's make it something that is its own add something entity. new yeah. yes give it, give it new life instead of just retreading previous territory yes so that's my that's my thoughts feelings and impressions today like i think that is just the coolest thing ever yeah and i'm so excited about it i, th- I think it's very cool i mean anytime that we can get a, a a more classic story retold in a new and fresh way not that I don't love the current film landscape as a comic book nerd. I love the current <laughs> landscape of, of Marvel movies and DC movies getting a resurgence. But, you know, having that classic thrown in every now and then, I think is, is really good for the industry overall. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's that's my thoughts, feelings and impressions for today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's a, it, it's a good warm up and introduction into our overall topic here, which is creativity and, and film. Right? Yeah. So. Maybe we should talk a little bit about why we're doing what we're doing. Yeah, why <laughs> Why do you care, listener? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing here? But Sights and Sounds has kind of been like this entity that's been a long time coming between the two of us. Jonathan and I have always loved to sit and chat about creativity, what we could create, but also, you know, how we can kind of rock the the film world when it comes to new creations and just, you know, being more, I feel, welcoming to anyone of any skill level. Yeah. We, I mean, we both came into this industry in, in very different ways, but we, we both are ground up builders uh, in, in our respective parts of the community and, and, and together. And I think we, we meshed initially when, when we met for the last laugh um, and have always, I think both, wanted to do something to give back to the film community and help other people uh, learn a little bit from our past uh, mistakes and and triumphs, the, the things that we've done that have worked, the things that we've done that haven't worked. Uh, and I think that's that's ultimately our mission here, right, is, is we want to help other filmmakers and creatives and, and build a community that can help itself as well. I think Sights and Sounds, first and foremost, is – it is meant to be a creative resource hmm. and to be the resource that we didn't necessarily have when we started out. Yeah. 
I feel like so many people who come to me who are either, you know, fresh out of out of college or even just new to town, they're they're always asking, how do I get started? And I mean, I think everybody has asked that at yeah. one point in their career is like, where do I begin? So why not create a hub for you, listener, at any point in your creative journey to be able to say, okay, I want to do this thing. Where do I begin? Yeah. So that and is have that. a little fun along the way. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And, and uh, you know, share our experience going forward too. Um, that's one of the main aspects of of this as well as we've done a lot of we've done a lot of films i in particular have have directed and, and written uh, a number of short films at this point and we've both been uh at least i think we've both been in feature films as actors yes um yep. in some capacity or another and worked on those but neither of us has created a full feature film yet and and that's for a lot of filmmakers i'm sure a huge goal and it's a huge goal of mine. And so we want to invite you guys into the journey toward that first feature film as well. So that's, that's going to be a component where we check in throughout the course of recording this season of sights and sounds. We are uh, having you guys hold us accountable. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so that, that is definitely going to be something that you will hear about in every episode. Like we will be checking in with you on our process detail by detail from the conception of it to Getting it on camera. Yep. Pre-production, production, and post-production, uh, and hopefully then distribution. Uh, we want to get you guys involved uh, so that you can help keep us accountable and <laughs> be able to to really see what that process is like for people who have uh, very little budget going forward doing this for the very first time. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that's a good little segue into uh, – who the heck are we? <laughs> and why do they care? <laughs> and who who are we? That's an ex it could be an existential question, but I think we yeah. mean a little bit more <laughs> Go down a rabbit practically. Hole there. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I guess I guess I'll jump in here and, and and start. So hi again. My name's Jonathan. So I got into the film industry uh, essentially essentially by accident. <laughs> so I I did a little bit of theater in school, never actual plays. I never participated. I was actually a really shy kid um, when I was younger, but I did a couple theater classes here and there through high school and college. I think literally two classes, stage combat in college uh, and just regular theater arts in high school. And I really loved it, but I didn't seriously consider it a career um, until I, I eventually was dissatisfied with my day job that I had at the time uh, coming out of college Heard a commercial and got into it. And we'll dive into that a little bit later because there's definitely some lessons to be learned as to how I got into it. <laughs> but I started personally as an actor and I still act. I love acting, but I have gotten more and more involved in the behind the camera aspects of things. My absolute favorite things to do are, are to write and direct uh, above anything else. Uh, so th that's that's been a very brief summary of my journey. What, what about you, Courtney? So I'm kind of like the opposite. I actually knew at a very young age that acting was what I wanted to do. And I started off, I mean, middle school, actually elementary school, like I was singing in, in choirs and stuff like that. Um, 
back when I was very, very young. So got to middle school, high school, started doing, you know, the the school play, school musical, all of that stuff. And I was just like gung ho. I'm going to college for this. I am. <laughs> I am straight up. This is what I'm doing. And that's what I did. I went to a four year liberal arts school for acting. My I hold a BFA in in acting and I had everything from stage combat to, you know, acting for camera, acting for um, restoration comedies, you name it. Like I, I studied the art of acting. So I came into this as an actor and have since I do special effects makeup. So mm. the blood, guts and gore that you see on for a lot of a story lot arc. of my films, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, literally, the first time that we met um, was for the Last Laugh. We've we've mentioned that already. A Joker fan film that I did. It's definitely, as of this recording, the most expensive. Yes, uh, and, and, and 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 gorgeous <laughs> film that we've made. But even even then, right out the gate, uh, I brought Courtney in as an actress to play Harley Quinn. But she did amazing. Uh, effects makeup and just the the character makeup for Joker and Harley Quinn. That that's, that's all so her. Fun. Thanks, Mister J. <laughs> <laughs> we always fall into that, so don't be surprised. It's if you really that a whole bunch easy of to do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like special effects makeup has been something that is one of my favorite things because I just I like working with my hands. I like creating, and then down the line, I actually started working on voiceover. And for the last, gosh. Five years now, I have been doing voice acting for commercials, for video game, animation, all all of the fun voice acting stuff. And it's been an incredible journey. So I think between the two of us, we kind of have a really good all-encompassing experience of coming from, you know, like I said, like I knew from a very young age that this is what I wanted to do. And you know, you came from a, I've always been interested in it, but went a different totally, route. Totally different angle. Came yeah. back to it. So, you know, and I feel like that's everybody at some point, you know, you have plenty of people who are like, this is not a career. This is, you know, what's yeah. your backup plan, which hmm, we'll do an episode on that because like, <laughs> I really wish you guys, you could see my face right now because I'm like, <laughs> yeah, there's definitely some some thoughts, feelings, and impressions to, yes, uh, to explore <laughs> we will in the idea that. of a backup plan or a plan B. <laughs> but it, creative. it is. It can be. And there's no reason why you, dear listener, can't make this into your full time. Yes. Yes. And I think that's, without even really realizing it, that's part of our why. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't think we've ever really verbalized it that way, but it's... Let's help other people make this a, a full time, full time gig, you know, a, a passion and career that you can you can sustain and build. It's going to take time. It's going to be different for every single person, but you can absolutely get there. Yeah, and we're going to try our darndest to help you get there. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> but I think everybody understands a little bit yeah. who we are. They'll get to yeah. know us a little bit. But I think uh, now would be a good time to bring into the podcasting world what our feature film Ooh. let's talk about that Ooh, let's yes talk about the let's talk film. let's talk about the feature so um this disclaimer here this is very early in the process of of creating this feature obviously um now that's not to say i haven't been toying with this idea for a long time because i have but if if you go check out some of the short films that we've done you'll know that i 
gravitate a lot towards horror and thrillers <laughs> and and really I, I try to strive for um personal stories too not all of my short films are that way because short films do sometimes have a little bit of of limitation on how deep you can go oh, into, absolutely. into absolutely. character obviously and sometimes you just want to do a, a fun piece but for the most part uh horror and tragedy uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm uh, not concerned at all <laughs> I, you know, and, and growing up, uh, I'm derailing here for just a second, but growing up, I, that's another thing. I, I'm kind of the opposite of my, my past self. Growing up, I was a scaredy cat, absolute scaredy cat. <laughs> like I was terrified of the dark. I was terrified of heights. I was always afraid somebody was going to break into our house. Um, I mean, that's a legit fear. Yeah. Like, that's, that's worthy of. Well, and, and, and <laughs> as an adult, and my mom still questions, she's, Jonathan, what happened to you? How did you get to be this guy writing this d- d- depraved material? <laughs> Um, and a lot of it is, is facing fears and, and just changing as a person looking forward to that, um, looking into your fears to figure out why they're there and and help overcome them. Um, all of that to say our feature, our first feature is almost certainly going to dive deep into horror and psychological thriller, psychological thriller. I think that's what we've landed on so far is that we want it to be within that realm. Yes, we have a, there is a working title. I'm going to call it a working title for now. And I think I'm going to hold off on saying what the title is. Oh, absolutely. Keep it a secret. They have to be In the introduction here. Uh, (laughs) But, but you can expect definitely a very character driven story when we get to this. We're in early stages of the script. Yes. Where are we at? Let's, let's talk about where we are in pre-production. We are we are pretty pretty early in pre-production. We have the first fifteen to twenty pages. I can't remember the exact number written of the script. We have a full outline minus just a couple moving plot points throughout it, but we have the the basic outline all the way done. We have a little bit of the tone established, and one thing I really like to do is is get that tone and, and mood board up front. So I have the pieces of a mood board, not fully assembled yet, but we're drawing from a lot of my favorite films. Um, if you watch any of the stuff I've, I've done in the last couple of years, hereditary, uh, left a huge impression on me. So we're definitely going to have some elements from, from that element of the latest horror conventions and, and styles. Yeah. Um, but also a little bit of the, the James Wan style probably will sneak in there a little bit too. Totally. Totally. And I think, for those listening who have never done a film at all, what you're hearing right now is the pre-production process of mapping things out. You know, we're getting mood boards together. And if you've never done a mood board before, that's finding images, that's finding color schemes, that's finding other pieces of, of film that you want to draw from. So it's kind of, think of it as a, as a collage um, of ideas and these are all the the inner workings, the little gears that go into prepping something to even get onto a page. Oh yeah. You have to figure out where you're at, like what what do you want to make? Okay, we know we want we want something in the realm of psychological thriller, something horror, something that's delving into, you know, a character driven, is it an internal struggle? Is it a mental struggle? Is it both? You know, yeah. these all yeah. of these things go into creating a film before it even hits a page. So I think it's really cool that we're bringing you guys in on the very beginning stages yeah. 
of, of, of making this film. Absolutely. There's, there's filmmaking, any, any type of creative work, but filmmaking in particular um, and writing in particular is an iterative process. So a lot of the ideas that I have right now for this film, I'm sure several of them will change or drop as we go through the rest of this first <laughs> yes. draft. Uh, and then when we go back and we redo that draft, things will change again. Uh, and then we'll go into production and hopefully there's a minimal number of changes in production, but there will be changes in production too. You'll run into uh, new ideas or new problems on set that are going to force you oh to, goodness, to pivot. Yes. Oh gosh, yes. <laughs> on low budget, you will run into problems oh on set, but that's that's where your creativity really gets to to thrive. And then you'll get to the post-production and, and then you're making more changes then as well. You're going to see things you didn't see before. So yeah. So with that... Welcome to our journey, and thank you so much for coming along with us. We are so excited to be going on this adventure with all of you, and I, me personally, I'm super excited to see where this goes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm so stoked. I'm so excited about this, and I think, I think we're all going to make some really cool things together. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun, lots of learning, even, even for us as we go through this. Yeah. So, thank you very much for tuning in. This has been the Sights and Sounds Podcast. How do we want to exit? Oh, you know what? <laughs> I bet we could probably write an outro and then play that right now. Oh, let's do it. You guys ready? Here it comes. Here's the outro. Thanks for tuning in to the Sights and Sounds podcast, your home and resource for all things creative. Want more? Head on over to sightsandsoundscollective.com for all kinds of helpful tips, tricks, and the latest film projects the team has cooking. Till next time. Cut. That's a wrap. <laughs>